Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. The Master's Voice Prophecy blog is available on many different platforms, audio and visual. And so you can look in the description box below. Just find the platform that works for you. I'd like to point new new Christians as well as new viewers of the Master's Voice Prophecy blog to follow along on audio platforms such as Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. What you will find is as you take in the truth of God's word and the truth of the Lord's prophecies in audio format, you will be able to cover ground a lot quicker. And so if you are someone who is understandably behind the curve, you just found this platform, someone just recommended it to you, you read about it somewhere, you decided to come and check it out for yourself. This is a place where this prophetic work, the Lord brought me into the knowledge of the things that I share here since the year 2012. He did not reveal these things to me all at once. The kind of prophecy that the Lord has given me is very heavy prophecy. It is the kind of prophecy that you find called judgment prophecies in the Bible and prophets such as John the Revelator. This is the book of Revelations. This is also Jesus himself who pronounced judgment against his own brethren in the Bible saying that their entire land was going to be left to them desolate. You can find judgment prophecy in the book of Ezekiel. You can find judgment prophecy in parts of Isaiah. You can find it throughout the whole of Jeremiah. Jeremiah is a sobering and at times a crushing and devastating book. That is the kind of prophecy the Lord has given me. In order to be able to understand these types of prophecies, you don't necessarily need to be a Christian, but you definitely need to be able to have the kind of heart that understands that at some points, for human sin and for human wickedness, the Lord God must stand up to judge. Many people have received uh, a very devastating and soul-destroying form of Christianity. It is a form that seems to have power, but there's no godliness in it. it. It has no power, it has no Jesus, it has no truth in it, because at its core, at its center, the, the Christianity that is available today actually puts mankind at the center. So the Christianity that many people are following, and when I say many, I mean the overwhelming mass, the majority, the Christianity that people follow, they cling to, and they believe puts them at the center of the gospel. So Jesus Christ is cut out. He is no longer the centerpiece of the gospel. He's actually a side narrative. The person at the core of today's Christianity is the Christian themselves. The Christian that Jesus loves so much that he, there's no door that he won't kick down and there's no mountain that he won't climb to get this Christian. God is going to pursue this Christian no matter how disobedient they are, no matter how much he runs because all the Christian songs tells today's Christian that Jesus is up for the chase. Remember, he leaves the 99 to seek the one. And so the songs never ask you, why is the one running away from the Lord of hosts? Why is the one not bowing down? Why is the one not examining his or her wool and asking, how did I get all this dirt in here? How are all these burrs sticking on me? Where are these twigs coming from? Why is my life filthy? And why am I running away from the shepherd? The songs just tell us, the sermons just tell us, the pastors just tell us that it doesn't matter about the backstory of how we became the one cut off from the rest of the 99 obedient sheep. That, that, that's not important. 
What's important is that we have a shepherd who's going to leave the 99 obedient sheep and come after us, the bullheaded lamb, the bullheaded ram that does not want to follow the shepherd. Well, the shepherd has sent me to tell all in the sheepfold, obedient sheep and the one who's constantly running away, that the time is coming where a new bunch of songs will be sung. The times are changing and the times are definitely already changed for the United States of America. God will not tolerate sin anymore. You sin and you will find that thing flying back at you like a boomerang. Judgment prophecy very rarely leaves room for anything else. And the judgment prophecies upon the United States of America have left no room. America has pressed herself up against the wall and the judgment upon this country can be found in Jeremiah 50. Jeremiah 51, um, you can find parts of it in Isaiah 9, you can find parts of it in Isaiah 13, and you can find the whole of it in Revelation 18. I am going through human trafficking prophecies, abuses upon men, women, and children. I'm going through child abuse prophecies. I always knew that I would have to circle back to these, but I did quite a few of them in 2020. I touched a few of them in 2022, and the Lord has again brought me back to go through the rest I'm going to do a two-part prophecy the first is part one and the title the title of the prophecy is the realities of today literally the prophecy is talking about this is back in 2020 so the datum this prophecy is july 11th 2020 this is when i got the prophecy it's called the realities of today and that sounds like exactly what it sounds like. What are the realities of today? What, what realities are we finding outside the door? Increasingly, if you live in the United States and you follow any type of news story, whether you watch it on the news or whether you catch small snippets like some people do on YouTube or other types of articles and apps, what are the realities confronting us? Are we in a healthy nation? Are we in a nation that is globally... Um, still a global leader. Are we in a nation that is still making sound choices? How does the money look in America? How are the children growing up in America? What's coming out of today's teachers? What are the realities of today? And so I had recent dreams. I've been having these dreams back to back to back at that time. Dreams used to come six and seven. They were coming very fast and furious because God had a lot to say. And the dreams are dark. The dreams are dark because the Lord talks about the truth of America. And so the dreams are dark because America itself is dark. These are the things that happen in the United States. Quite a few of these things have already fulfilled since 2020. And I'm going over these prophecies. As you listen, for listening is a blessing. As you listen, I will discuss some of these prophecies that came to fruition exactly as God said. And they took a great toll just to hear them in real life. In real life, they were more devastating than the form that God gave them to me in. The first dream, July 11th, 2020. I didn't see anybody in the dream. I didn't see people in the dream. I was simply looking at a black it was just black in the dream. Sometimes I will have a dream. It is a dream, but there's no moving pictures in the dream. Sometimes a dream is just the Lord talking. The Lord will just talk and talk and talk in the dream. And I will wake up and remember all the things he said. And then I will write it down. And that is the dream. No pictures. Other times there's pictures, there's images, there's impressions, pictures, images, 
I see them. Impressions are being laid on the heart. So you're having a sense of something as the spoken part of the dream is taking place. I didn't see anything, but it was a group of men on an online chat space discussing how to rape women. So if you are a female and you did not know that there are lots of online chat groups where men gather to share information as to the best ways to commit rape, then I guess just as I was surprised to find out about this in a dream, the first time I ever knew that this is a thing was when I had this dream. There's a group of men, about four or five men, connected online in an online chat space, a virtual chat space, and all of them were at their own homes and they all had headsets on. So I wasn't seeing pictures, but this is how it was. Men at their own homes, all of them with headsets on, talking to each other in a virtual space. And they were laughing and they were sharing the best tips and the best ways, just the way men get together and talk about what's the best way to go fishing or what's the best way to go hunting. These men were talking about how to rape women and not get caught. They were talking about what to do to beat the system if you did get accused of rape. And what were the best ways to escape being caught if you got to the point where you were being forced to undergo DNA testing? I guess this is skin testing, saliva testing, hair testing, and also semen testing if a person has been raped. And so I'm, I'm not going to go through the things that I heard these men speaking of because I'm not trying to help future rapists that might come across my content get new ideas. But what they were talking about in particular is how to use water. They were speaking of ways that water destroys DNA evidence. And so I heard the ways that they were talking about that can remain as it is. And they were talking about ways to force your wife or your partner to have sex with you after she has said no. So this is after women who are not married are with men and you say no and the man forces you or you are a wife, which is so much more of an indignity and a man that you are married to forces rape on you. Please bear in mind that this Master's Voice Prophecy blog is the same prophecy blog that told all listening women in 2021 that the Lord says that a spirit of sexual immorality will sweep the earth, that this spirit is being released from high-level fallen angels in the upper realms that are going to unleash a powerful urge upon the people of the earth and it's only those who are safely tucked into the safety of jesus christ that are going to be able to resist these kinds of powerful carnal urges that will come upon people all other people who are out there living their best sexually immoral life you will not stand the chance of a candle in a gale to be able to resist the types of demons that will come. And if anyone was listening to the recent rainbow prophecies, you will also remember that God says that though you have been a straight man all your life who has only loved women, the power of the spiritual urges, the spiritual compulsions that the fallen angels will release on earth in the last days are going to take straight men straight out of their straightness into favoring men. So this is you that has never looked at another man except to see him as a friend or a buddy or a gym, gym partner. Sexual immorality and homosexuality and transsexuality are going to be major arrows that will be loosed into the weak armor or the no armor of many men and many women's chests. And God says... 
that under the compulsion of these false spirits, many people will completely cross the party line and go over into same-sex relationships. And they will start to say things on their Twitter, on their Snapchat, on their whatever social media. You know, I always thought I was straight. I always thought I was straight, but now I know my true self. I was gay all along. I was bi all along. That person is a casualty of the time. Of course, the diverse alphabet community will say, no, that's people discovering who they really are. People shouldn't deny who they are. People are who they are created. You look at yourself, you have male apparatus, you are a man. You look at yourself, you have the female setup, you are a woman. There is no confusion. No confusion existed. In fact, in the old days, as I have covered in the transsexual prophecies, the Lord said that even the men who were stuffing fake bras and putting on girdles and wigs and doing effeminate things, he said that they never once suffered from any kind of mental delusion telling themselves that they were women. They knew that they were men. They accepted that they were men and all they wanted to be was men who like feeling like women. But they would never mark on a form that I am Alice when he, actually their names are Alan. The madness that has entered the chat now is part of the end days punishments to those who reject God in their knowledge and refuse to acknowledge him as God. This is Romans chapter one from verse 18 all the way down to verse 32. Because they refused to retain God in their knowledge and acknowledge him as God, he gave them over to a reprobate mind and their minds were captured by darkness. And then they began to say that I'm she shim when actually it's a six foot five person standing in front of you trying to fit into a tiara and a Miss America dress. And these things shall continue because we are in the era for them. And so wives will be forced to sex. Partners will be forced to sex. Lodgers who go and lodge with people who are rapists will be forced to sex. And this is part of the sexual immorality that will be unleashed in the earth. I saw these men talking about ways to destroy DNA evidence, ways to force sex on your partner or your wife, ways, ways to use drugs to break resistance to rape early. Please understand that these are the things God was showing me, that people will use substances to break one's resistance to rape early. Early means during the course of the day that the rapist has planned that it's your day. So you have a friend and he likes you and he wants to be more than a friend and you say no and then he tries again and you say stop it and then you say no and then he says but we're good together and she says you're my friend, I'm not interested and then he decides that he's going to find ways to cross the friend line whether you like it or not and the two of you are hanging out as usual and he will bring you something to drink, something to eat and then afterwards when you wake up you will find that you and he are now more than friends using substances drugs to break resistance to rape early please understand that if someone is using drugs to break resistance to forced sex this is not likely to be someone that you don't know so all of the women who think that their bros are just bros you might want to listen and begin to exercise wisdom in the type of life that you have been leading up to now. Just a moment, please. So in this online space, some of the men were not 
as savvy as the other men. Some of the men had no idea how to do it. So they were first timers or they were still new or they were still scared. So in the group for a while, but not as savvy and picking up information as to how to really take, take this type of protocol live for the first time. And so the ones who knew were telling the other ones how to stay one step ahead of the game in the rape scene. And they were chatting back and forth like they were in a virtual space that I was listening into. And then the dream ended. And this prophecy was fulfilled in two chilling ways that I will share briefly. So the first, the first incidents of exactly this thing that the Lord revealed to me took place in Singapore, where um, the case came about that a husband had over a period of two or three years had been part of an online chat group in which he met four or five other men and they became close friends and they began to share ideas of what wouldn't it be nice if this person's wife could be made available to the group and at first it was an idea and eventually it came to real life one man began to regularly seek opportunities to slip his own partner a drug and when he would administer the drug and his wife would complain of being lightheaded and tired he would make sure that she was knocked out and then he would receive sometimes one or another person of that group into his home to sexually assault his wife and he would live stream it back to the rest of the group so that they would not be let out so they would not be left out when this case broke in singapore there was so much outrage that the identities of the men up to now, this case has been going on because there are seven defendants in the case, including the husband. They are referred to by initials like K and L and M and O and J, the husband. Their names have not been released to the press because public outrage concerning this type of act, wife-sharing case, it is very widely um, publicized. And so you can look that up. The second case is even more soul-destroying than the first. A husband shared his wife to over a hundred men over the period of about 40 years. This man was only discovered at age 80 something. He and his wife have been married for almost 50 years. And for 40 of those years, this man has brought over everything, every being and creature to their home, giving his wedded spouse drugs and then allowing strangers to violate her but that is not all he has sat there as his wife has complained about venereal disease after std after venereal disease and questioned where has this come upon me from and then he would look at her and say maybe it's the food that you've been eating this is gaslighting wickedness at the highest order. This man was only caught because this type of person 
There is no going back for this type of person. This type of person is a soul that is simply waiting with the wrath of God abiding over them for judgment. And I've already spoken about that. That you outside that will hear something like this and think, oh, he's so old. Maybe we should pray for him to repent. There's no repentance from this. These are the acts of a seared conscience. If you don't know what searing is, it's when you take a good piece of meat and you put it on a burning hot barbecue and that sound that goes is the frying of that meat you can never get that part that has fried back to raw you can never restore it it is seared it cannot be healed it is satan's so there is no point in wasting prayers for it it is literally filled with demons and it's only good for fire and since most of us do not seem to have the wisdom to know how to differentiate between good and evil, thank goodness that God will step in in the end days. For with God, there is no confusion and he will know what to do with this type of demon in human skin. For 40 years, he did this to his spouse. And I brought this prophecy in 2020. This case just broke this year devastating heartbreaking and horrific when the wife was informed for she's just two or three years older than her husband when the wife was informed by the police and they told her that due to them going through her husband's tapes they had identified so far 115 different men the woman collapsed instantly instantly this man was only caught because this type of creature becomes a slave of the demons inside him. And he basically went to a public park and tried to do similar activities to a teenager who raised a huge stink in the park in Germany. If I'm not mistaken, this is a German case. So the girl raised a huge stink and then they happened to apprehend him there at the park and on his phone, as they all do, they always keep some for the road. So the videos on the phone exposed him. So let us now weigh the evidence, which is worse. The prophecy, which was only a few, few lines, I, Celestial, had a dream in which the Lord allowed me to hear by audio format that there are forums where men gather together and speak of ways to cause irreparable harm to females. This is the prophecy, that men conspire to rape online and then they break up and do it in real life. And then here are two cases that took place in real life and in both, both instances, I was not there. Which is worse, the Lord's prophecy which he speaks and people say it is graphic or the news that you can find in the Daily Mail, the Washington Post and everywhere on the internet that even a 10 year old can read this stuff if they have a phone. In the second dream that I had in the same night, July the 11th, 2020, immediately after the first dream ended, I saw a man assaulting a very small girl of about seven years old in her backside the way that the lord presented this was as a cartoon this doesn't mean that god is taking the matter frivolous frivolously in the earlier times when the lord was showing me very graphic things such as the death of the marchers or such as this type of thing he would put it into cartoon form or puppet form so that i can see a terrible thing, for these are terrible things, but God is showing me these things in a way that would not destroy my mind from having to see them. And God is merciful by doing this because after a while, he will just show you the real thing. So 
the knowledge that the Lord gave me as I watched this man on top of this child is that the man used rape in the home as a way to discipline his daughter. So this pedophile monster being would tell his daughter, you've been bad. And then the child has to process in her heart as he's telling her that she's been bad, the horror of what this man was about to do to her. And in this type of child's mind, the child will come to believe that all little girls who are bad have their daddies do this to them. This is the child at the daycare when another child is being bad will break out into hysterical crying and say, don't be bad, Samantha. Don't be bad before your daddy finds out. These are realities. And then people are going to movies and saying that the movies are tastefully done and sound like freedom. This man, this human being, was raping his child in her backside and she was not yet eight years old. And he was telling her that she needed discipline and he was very aggressive on this child. As this was happening, this man's cartoon. So he was a cartoon and his child was a cartoon. His cartoon began to grow a lot of body hair to show the kind of aggression he was using on this baby. And he had so much body hair that he turned into a large bear. So he grew so much hair that he turned into a large bear, but the child became so weak until she turned into this little doll that is known as Raggedy Ann. I covered this in the Sin series. It is in one of the prophecies where I talk about the atrocities done to children. She became like a little rag doll, and both of them had these big round button eyes, but the man's button eyes turned big and red and popping with rage, but the child's buttons became very small and squinched and leaking with tears. And when this man was finished, all the hair disappeared from his body, so he just went back in, and he turned to dad and his anger and his rage departed and he put on his pants and left the room. And there was no mother in this house to intervene or do anything. The woman was long gone and on the bed I saw the child was completely devastated and was gasping for air and her two button eyes closed and turned to XX. I'm going to say everything that I see. She died and I saw brown and red substances like ribbons, cartoon ribbons of a brown substance and a red substance coming out of the child's back part. And a small part of her intestine came out too, like a hemorrhoid. The dream rolled into part three. I was walking in the streets of London, London 100 years ago, London 150 years ago a very long time ago. It was a long, long time ago because there were no lights in London at that time. It was the gas lamps that they used to light at night and they would fizz in the streets. And as I was walking through old London, I felt through the ground with my shoes, catacombs beneath the streets. This is large caves underneath the streets of London. And I also felt tunnels that wound and twisted beneath the, beneath the city of London that connected to secret underground rooms. And in these rooms, they were holding satanic mass 
with these fat, stinky cat candles that drip a lot. So I was on top of the streets. I saw myself walking, but then the Lord would pan down to my feet and then they would drop below street level. And I saw many twisting tunnels. I saw catacombs and I also saw large rooms connected by the tunnels and they were having secret underground satanic mass in there with those big, large candles. And here are the people who were under there, London's elite. The doctors, the lawyers, the judges, the police chiefs, the magistrates, the members of parliament, and all the high-up people in the government right up to the crown. That's who was under the streets of ancient London, all of them worshipping Satan. And above ground, when the picture came back above ground, I saw the ordinary people were in their beds sleeping, or they were still out feeding and putting up their horses, or the, if they were really poor, they were still on the streets trying to sell potatoes or whatever. I saw them up above the ground, oblivious to what was taking place underground, trying to make a living or locking their doors for the night while the rich, influential, and powerful people of Great Britain, as it was called in those days, were naked, stark naked, under the street, leaping about like wild goats, killing people, or wearing black and red robes, chanting, praying to other deities, using magic to invoke their black mass, and killing human sacrifices. I saw under the ground in England, Great Britain, the UK as it is now known, People being held as sacrifices for these demonic gods. I saw a man who was very clearly poor. He was wearing this outfit of the chaps or just, you know, these pants that are buckled at the knee from the old days and the suspenders and the commoner's cap. He wore ordinary clothing, but his eyes were as big as eggs from watching what these people were doing. And the reason they were letting him watch and they had not blindfolded him is should be quite obvious. That man was never going to get out from that cave. They didn't mind him seeing them naked. They didn't mind him seeing their faces. And this man was shocked out of his skin because he couldn't believe the types of people that he was seeing at this ritual, the famous people of the day. He was looking at the very people who are always in the major London newspapers the movers and shakers of English society. And he was struggling with all his might as they were holding him in that place. But very strong men were holding him and they stripped him. They put him on a stone altar. And as soon as they held him still long enough, they took some knife and they stabbed that man directly in his heart. I saw many naked children in these places. Some of them were drugged and sleeping. So they had drugged the children and then brought them sleeping to that place and had taken off their clothes in preparation for whatever they would use them for. But I saw that there were bigger children, except especially girls whose bodies had fully developed. Those children were awake and they were fighting for their lives. I shared the prophecy here that the Lord showed me the conveyor belt with all the children on it. The conveyor belt takes people in their 20s, people in their teens, upper teens, middle teens, middle middle teens, lower teens, not teens, youth, babies, toddlers, 
and people who cannot yet sit up. The conveyor belt of human sacrifice and human trafficking eats up all the young people. And now here, God was showing that as far back as when England didn't have electricity, they were drugging and bringing babies underneath the catacombs to sacrifice them and bringing bigger children, including girls whose bodies were now fully developed, who were awake and saw what was happening and were fighting for their lives. And I continued walking across England in this dream. And it wasn't one place. These tunnels went all over. The Holy Spirit carried me all over the cobbled streets of old London. And I felt hundreds and hundreds of tunnels under my feet, filled with people doing severely wicked satanic things to others for no other reason than to satisfy their lust for power and the deep-seated desire to shed human blood. And so please understand, land of the free that was founded from the land of the human sacrificers in England, that it wasn't the story of pilgrims coming over with a desire to be free. They simply found a land filled with people that they thought should not have the land because if you can't wear clothes, obviously you should not be able to apply land. And this has been done by Western society all over the world, so we should not act sanctimonious or acts as if we have not seen it. The Native Americans did not have the requisite clothing, the requisite English, and therefore the people who came here felt that they were not fit landowners and killed them and took the nation from them, and they did the same thing in Africa. So if you are wearing different from what others are wearing, then why should you have land and freedom and gold? Other people are more qualified to take those things off your hand. And so this is not a pilgrim-founded nation. This is simply another stop in a long-standing historical butchering story that has come here and exactly as it went underground in Great Britain and is kept underground in many nations around the world. It is the rare secret society, like the Freemasons, that will come out and try to clean itself up and say, well, no, we are, we, we are helpers. We are helpers of the, the community. And, and we have our chapters and we have the Eastern Stars, our sisters. And, and we are just a, a founded sorority and a founded fraternity like many others. We have our members and we have our protocols. And meanwhile, at the top, Satan sits as their king. When they say Lord and when they say we worship God, understand that it is to that goat the Baphomet with breasts that these people speak. And so secret societies are underground in all the nation, having existed for centuries. And all the horrific crimes that keep rising to the top of our consciousness and popping like swamp gas bubbles carrying a stink, they are rising from somewhere. The crimes, the realities of today, this prophecy is called part one. That means that there is a part two. The realities we are fighting in modern society have roots that go way down deep. Ancient practices that you can even read from the Bible. And this is what God was asking in the prophecy with the RFID chip saying, ask them, also in the prophecy that is called the voices under the ground. He was saying, ask them why they are so offended with me because they just basically got here now. They are the late arrivals to human trafficking. Ask them where they were when the Canaanites and the Moabites, the Hittites and everyone else were burning the children of, on the altars of Moab. Ask them where their outrage were, was. 
Where was their outrage? Where was their outburst? Who has been forced to see the evil? Who has always dealt with the killers of children and the kidnappers of men and the rapists of women? Is it the offended church of today? Who wants to say that God is unjust and God is slow and God doesn't see the children? Is it the church that has always dealt with the killers under the ground? Or is it not God who always exposes them? And then who is God working against in today's modern society? When God says the bishop is a pedophile, then the bishop's fans say, I hope he sues you because this is libel. So who is God working with? God will bring out prophecy, which is the eye seeing ahead to the day that the bishop's dirt comes out. And then the eyes of today that see nothing say, careful, he'll sue. So what is God to do? When the information is hidden, then people say that God sees not. When the Lord exposes, then people are offended and say, it's too graphic. God doesn't sound this way. What is the father to do? I will tell you what he will do. He will find a man to stand in the gap because God always has a David. God always has a Caleb. There's always a Joshua and a Gideon out there. And those people will go to their prayer closet and they will say in the name of Jesus, let the punishment fit the crime. That's who God is looking for. He's looking for the people who are on the narrow path. He doesn't care about those who want to support the pedophiles. He doesn't care about those who have a conga line behind the pastor who's on his fifth affair. He's looking for the people who have determined to walk the narrow path. Even if two of those people pray, where two or more are gathered, I am there with them. If two of those people set up their own prayer line and say, we're meeting Thursdays and Saturdays and we're going to lift up prayers of arrows and brimstone for these children, there must be exposures. There must be busts. We need to stop seeing pictures with the heads cut off. God will respond to those people and he doesn't need all the other people. They are ancillary to the main point. God will never be without a witness. He will always have a witness in this earth. I am a witness to the things that God says are true. I don't need to see them coming out on CNN before I say, see, see. In fact, I see before CNN sees. And this too is God. I am celestial and this is the master's voice. The prophecy you are listening to is called the realities of today. Part one, I will continue making the prophecies about the abuse of human flesh in the earth. The fact that it goes all the way back and it also goes all the way deep and may the acts of the Lord be laid at the root of the trees in Jesus name until I see you again. God bless you and goodbye.